meeting is being recorded. We're here. We're back. Another week. There we are. Uh, what a week. I'm a little tuckered out. I can imagine. You've been through a lot this week. Yeah. it's uh, it's. <laughs> I'm wondering if this will really be our last uh, big bulk drop like this. Open edition, gigantic extravaganza. That's that has no like Web three connectivity. Yeah, I mean the way it's going, the Wallet Connect stuff. We'll be doing this on your own website next time. The thing is, though, about that, right? There's an air of trans of of there's an air of uh, secrecy for strategy that has to be there. That simple Wallet Connect, make your order. There you go. It becomes pretty simple to just go sit back and wait. And so it's either you do it very quickly, okay, um, or or it's got to be done anonymously like this. Yeah, I think you could probably set it up in a way where people could just say, I order XYZ amount and it doesn't give it to you immediately. Like they all get distributed on a certain day after the window is closed or something. If they do it, click, click on the, the wallet though. Okay, their click, click, whatever their their result is, it's 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 shown. It's a part of the transaction. I mean, there's some sort of interaction there. It's not like a a random blind thing. I don't think so. We'll we'll see. We'll work towards it. But but it's just interesting because I wonder if this will be the last. And this one was it's this one to go out on a bang. It was not a small task. We broke your records, but possibly other like just Tezos based records of open editions. Yeah, certainly. I mean, we don't, I don't know. We don't know. It's, I, I have zero idea what, it, what's out there for a subscribed uh, amount. Like a paid for open edition, it, not like here's an airdrop. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, cause we're at a hundred. So final numbers of who paid um, or paid or made arrangements to pay based on, their situation and who they are and everything, right? Um, 175,095. Unbelievable. 175,095. And FOMO Boy's guess was 175,000 even. So he was 95 off. What do you think the number would have been if people wouldn't have come back and said, ah, I need to order more? Uh, like it was people trending. doubled it up. It was trending. It looked to me on Tuesday night like it might be as low as like 110. Wednesday was a big day. Wednesday, people finally started to get it. I mean, we have people that didn't get it. I mean, it's still, it's we're still not at that point where everybody prepares themselves, understands what they what the task is at hand and what they want to do and have a strategy to carry that out. There's still a sizable chunk of people who are listen, just like, listen. People learn in different ways. And you know that a lot of these people hadn't participated in a bulk insert drop. And we did our best to tell them, hey, this is your chance and whatnot. Some people got to learn the hard way. They got to miss one bulk insert oh, drop. One or two. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. No, that, that's that's a definite. And so what I'm, you know, I'm just saying, like, to get to 175,000, you know, I guess 180. I mean, my, my prediction was 180,000. That was sort of my, my baseline. That's Below double. That, that's double Valentine. Double Valentine. Double Valentine's at double the test. Now, 
Tez is worth a hell of a lot less now than it was in February. Okay. These did end up being the cheapest inserts ever offered to those square swipes. But, you know, 180 was baseline for me. Under 180, we're sort of missing where we needed to be. Over 180, the surprise. Okay. So we're just about there. Um, I don't believe that we could have done anything differently or better to inform and, and move people towards it. We, we spent a lot of time talking about it. Yeah, we said that before we started the pod. We don't want to keep reiterating the inserts because we did, God, how many LFGs, how many spaces, and then the last podcast was purely insert-based. So, um, after I will say this, everybody, just so you understand, after each one, somebody new figured it out. Literally. I mean, we can go back to all of these. And like one person or two people that were there for the first time and listening and, and paying attention and getting it light bulb moment type thing. So they did their job. Okay. That said, um, I'm not sure that we'll ever do such a road show again. I don't think it'd be necessary. I don't either. And, and also we, we, it, this was an important step um, because what this does, this does deliver enough revenue for the project to get us through the next run here right i mean this is this is where we needed to be obviously it's a it's a great big number and um maybe there's a misconception that that i'm walking around with with hundred dollar bills falling out of my pocket now right the bulk of this is is coming straight to infrastructure <laughs> and, it, and it gives me you know some living expenses so it's it's nice it's wonderful i'm beyond grateful um, I love my life. I love what you guys give for me or give to me. Right. But um, and for me, like the sacrifices that you guys make, it means everything. Right. Literally any, anytime any of you are giving me a says, it, I take, I don't take it lightly. I, I really appreciate it. Um, but you know, even a number like this, which you know, against Tez and against everything, it's, it's, it's not that gigantic. A number, right? The bulk of them were sold a huge amount, 160,000 or so were sold at the 0.666. Okay. Only 16,000 were sold at one test, um, which shows you that swipe holders drive the grotto. Okay. Um, but all of that said, it's this allows us to do this whole project, <laughs> it makes all of this possible. That when I talk about running every week in a deficit, I mean it. I mean, this, you know, the overhead of the project is far more than it brings in any week of the year, except for these sorts of drops, right? Um, yeah, base so, cards are a dollar trend or the one Tez transaction fee. Right, even yeah. even royalties, you give back half the royalties in 3P. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, so just, yeah, I, you know, I just throwing that out there because, um, it, it, it really, you guys stepped up and showed that you got that and that you understand that this is, I don't ask for the money. You know, it's been quite a while since we asked for any money that wasn't, you know, pre pretend money. Um, <laughs> very, pre like very, like a couple levels of pretend money. Exactly. 
pretend pretend money <laughs> with my face on it. <laughs> pretend money all the way down. Um, but you know that's that's it's been a long time it, over, over over four months, right? Um, and so so it's just it's important that we are we're delivered that that now I know okay so we get it so now you'll know the next time that I do something like this it's to keep the the machine going and look at all the fun we've had so I love it and and it just is it was really cool to to be right there like I said if I'm at 180 and we come in at 175 that's that's within the margin of error right um, and so it means that I look at the the collectors I look at the grotto and I go okay this is this is what I, I project it's going to be, and this is how we're going to get there. And this is, you know, and 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 just so you guys understand, uh, the projection part of all this is really important to the entire ecosystem. The fact that I, I'm pretty goddamn good at knowing exactly the number that plays in. So when I build out a utility like this, okay, I I, I reverse engineer it basically. I go, okay, so we're going to have this many before I've sold them, right? So everything that I've built out of how this thing is gonna play is was based on 180,000, okay? For it to work, it's based on 180,000. And it's pretty cool that we were just about there. Yeah, so you didn't really that, have to tweak anything, you know? What, what that you means. put forward is what we're gonna do, yeah. What that means, this is the little twister here, right? What that means is you guys are actually at a deficit, okay? You're going to be 5,000 short, regardless. I mean, it's built out. The things that will happen now with these black and whites, we're built on 180,000 conception. And, and so now you're going to be short. Imagine when you get down to 15,000 of them when there should have been 20,000. That's a major difference. Imagine when you get to 10,000 when there should be 15. You're going to feel... It, it's, it's very funny how this plays, okay? But you guys... Kind of look at it from the other side, right? Oh, there's 175,000. <laughs> no, we will be squeezed on that in, a, in some months from now when it's yeah, like, oh, you're, fuck. You're, you're minus 5,000. Okay. If you guys came out and, and threw down, uh, you know, 200,000, eh, you, then you then get a little cocky. <laughs> it is exciting to think about how all of this will play out because we do have the one of one auction starting on Monday, running for 48 hours. You know, that's a hundred thousand locked up. Is that a hundred thousand on both sides or a hundred thousand total? 50 and 50. 50 and 50. 50 black, 50 white tied up and could be released into the ecosystem at any point. Could be immediately. We could Tuesday night be at 275,000. Right. Right. And a lot of people are tapped right now for Tez. And it'd be like a kind of a smart move by that person to rip it off right there if they wanted to. Depending on what they're, this is what I talked about last time, right? Depending on what you, why you're here and what it is you're trying to do. Yeah, that could be a major, major play. Okay. Um, knowing how people were, look, there are a lot of sister-in-laws called this week. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the sister-in-laws. Um, if somebody drops that thing on Tuesday or both of them on Tuesday, <laughs> nobody's fucking redeeming them I mean <laughs> I've already done the math I'd have to scrape up 377 Tez to be able to claim my one black cube right 
that'd be a hell of a windfall. That's worth it for 1,100 inserts for me. I'd find it. I'd make that fucking work. But it'd be hard for a lot of people to, especially if you have more than one cube. If you got a 16 and a 10 sitting out there and you got to buy 2,600 inserts, that's going to be tough for you to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that puts you in, in top 5% overnight, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's, I, I love it. I love the mechanic and I can't wait for it. Um, That's just I the auction also, mechanic. And then after that, it's like on to, I'm guessing it's their painting inserts, right? Have they're, you, yeah, I mean, they're, they're painting inserts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to build pallets down the road. Okay. We're going to build pallets down the road. Telling you that ahead of time. So we'll know the art based on the one of ones when they're up for auction on Monday. No, we, we'll know the art. I mean, we, theoretically. I mean, it's Friday right now. Um, we're in last stages of, of contract tests right right now, as we talk. I told I told the devs, "Hey, I'm gonna be gone for 90 minutes." Like we're there, okay. Um, in which case, I can mint. Like we're already minting tests, okay. Um, I can mint at any time. It's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a little while before they they appear on object, okay. Could be three days. Could be 12 days. Right, could be twenty-one. Whatever, I don't. I doubt that. I mean, I've got to, even though I'm at war with Object, um, you know, I'm a head of state, so they, you know, they take my calls. Let's just say the Turkish consulate. Yeah, exactly. I run it through Turkey, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's that's the the artwork. I'm, I will not reveal until I mint. Obviously, the same as ever. Okay, um, I don't know. I, look, I'm pretty i'm i've had a, a week this has been you know <laughs> i was on no no joke four in the morning this morning i was on calls because i got devs in la okay so it's one in the morning in la okay but i also have devs in eastern europe and it's 9 a.m there 8 a.m there okay so we had a literally one to four on on calls last night finalizing all of this stuff getting it in the final pieces of the puzzle put together and this right? is how the sausage is made this is why threes gets the big bucks from us because he deserves it <laughs> he wants to be up at 4 a.m <laughs> on the eastern days. europeans hey if you want to give anybody out there who wants to give me the big bucks how about you come over to the one-on-one auctions on monday <laughs> that's kind of i mean the way the way this is all built out that 180 right okay also covers our operating costs and our and our grotto IRLs and our everything. Okay, whatever I make on this is going to be my money. Okay, if if Threes needs a new three pack of black V neck T shirts, okay, they're coming on the fucking one on ones. Or so, three hundred dollar so, baseball caps that are you know handmade by you. They are handmade, but they're I do and yes I I uh, I, I do a little uh, uh, bespoke baseball cap. They're not three hundred dollars. Come on, knock it off. Please. Um, I thought all the well, money you saved on your linen pants and V-necks that you could put it into hats. I, I do. I, I, I didn't used to have as many hats. I did when I was a kid. It's very funny. I When I was like a teenager, I had a, I was changing caps twice a day. And all of these are really into like obscure minor league caps and like things. And this is before the fucking internet. So it was actually hard to get them. Right. Um, but But I always and then I didn't wear caps for 20 years. I just started wearing caps again during the pandemic. Yeah, when and I first met you, you didn't have a hat. 
I did well, yeah, because I I thought, hey, we're we're going to fancy uh, Manhattan Art Gallery. Let's dress it up a little bit. And then I got there and I went, oh, okay, this is NFT world. Got it. There's twelve hats in this room. <laughs> yeah, twelve hats and twenty four uh, cargo pockets. And three pairs of flip flops. <laughs> so, um, yeah, look, uh, I am tempting you guys not. I'm daring you. It's a challenge. Not to buy the one ones on Monday. Challenge, I dare you. If you don't, oh, I'm gonna get mine. I got, I got, I got to pay for some V ducks. But it's gonna, it's gonna cost you guys a hell of a lot more. If they end up in my hands, oh. that's what I'm most afraid of. Jesus Christ, someone has to stand up and buy them because if we let threes control those, you'll do something diabolical with it. It will not be good for us. <laughs> Because then you finally get to play along, but in like not the benevolent God way, but like, haha, fuck you guys, I'm gonna get you. I had a moment this week. This is actually is right along the lines with this. Okay. I had a moment this week where I'm kind of, you know, I'm watching. I watch you guys play. A big part of, of being the benevolent God is I get to watch it all play out. This is this is a original 1980 Clash of the Titans style, where I'm there watching my little clay figures. Play and then I move them around so that they, you know, one of them has to go uh, face Medusa, right? And so I'm sitting there watching everybody play, and it dawns on me that you guys, A, are really bad at it. It's so bad. <laughs> okay. And, and B, that it would you would be so much better off, okay, if everybody just, I'm like, okay, deposit your bankroll with me and let me play individually for each of you. And I, I was thinking about, it. I was like, I was thinking about, okay, I'm going to, this would be a good time for Kitsch to buy this from blah, blah, bing. And then blah, blah, bing should take that and do this with it. And then do, and I was like, you guys should just let me play and you put in the money and then you see, and at the end, everybody wins. That's the 33 white glove treatment. <laughs> Uh, because I a lot of questionable choices this week. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers, you know, um, the numbers are great. When today in the Cardinali chat, there was a little bit of talk. They were like um, running some analytics on the Tez payments. Okay. Of course, not really taking into consideration how many people paid me via, via alternate means. Venmo, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Venmo, Bitcoin uh, set me up with their sister in New Hampshire. Okay. A little, bar, little barter here and there. <laughs> Rolling the hay. And, and so they're like, oh, well, we're looking at these numbers and this is what we got, right? And meanwhile, there are obvious discrepancies there. But they're feeling pretty good about themselves, right? And I had to, I had to step in and be like... Take it easy with the fucking Victory Parade version 5.0 here, guys. But didn't you say the Elephant Men ordered yeah. the most? Elephant Men. El no, the Elephant Men did not order the most. They ordered the most. There's only, seven, there's only seven players of the Elephant Men and three are owners. Okay. But the, the seven of them, okay, ordered um, 50 more than the NFTs did. Yeah, that's insane. Okay. Um, 
yeah, they 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 came in third. Uh, the monsters uh, first, and the uh, this is just on total, but this is not per capita. This is the, you know we take it out, and the monsters first, Cardinali second, but of course a certain Cardinali, who shall remain nameless, uh, bought a considerable portion of those twenty-seven thousand. <laughs> so Makes sense. You guys, you guys can guess who that may have been. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Monday we're post. I'm posting this. First of all, right. I don't know why they're breaking their neck on these analytics. We're going to know on Monday. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know what's surprising? When you post the rosters, I didn't realize that we have the third least amount of players now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're only um, we're only bigger than the X's and the Elephant Men, I believe. And the coders. Well, the coders are in a – That's what I meant. I'm sorry. The coders and Elephant Men. Yeah, and I, I think maybe the X's are right there. It's very close. But they're very close, yeah. yeah. Um, one X will not be joining us uh, any longer. It's happened this happened today. Um, yeah, it happens. Hey, look, teams change. change. Teams change certainly, but also, the, look, if there's a, there's a reason that there, the form is a commitment. It's your bond. It's your you know, and especially on something like this where you had so much time. So much time to get shit together and make your arrangements and do everything and have the opportunity to talk to me and say, hey, threes, Binance is being a bitch. Hey, threes, KuCoin is wacky. Hey, threes, my dog ate my Tez. Okay. We're getting him to the vet trying to see if we can pump those Tez out of him. <laughs> um, whatever, right? Talk to me. But you don't talk to me. Now we got some issues. Timestamps matter. Oh, God, they do. They matter because everybody looks at it. Jesus fucking Christ. You got everybody. This is what you guys don't understand. Everybody's watching everything, including me. So when you make a commitment to me and then you fail your commitment, but I see you spend what you committed on something else yesterday. (laughs) What? (laughs) So, yeah, the X's are being paired. Um, All of that said, we're going to have just the, we, we had the best time to me. Monday was like an opening day Wednesday when we, when the clock counted down and I, you know, urge all of you to, to, to know that, you know, FOMO boy was 95 away when all said and done, everything got paid for and everything. And in the final minutes, the final seconds, it swung one way or another. Okay. That Bobby D with like 45 seconds remaining. Bobby D came in with 54 seconds later, but Maddie came in with four seconds left. Wow. And and then I didn't know it. I saw it after the fact. Okay. But there were two more messages that had beaten the buzzer. One Discord changed it, and there's now a request. So be aware of that. That if somebody you don't know messages you, it falls into this new thing. It doesn't show up in your list. And so uh, one of the, the monsters had upped in there plenty of time, like 25 minutes early, but I hadn't seen it because it didn't, I didn't alert. But your boy, okay, your teammate, Mark, hit me with a DM on Twitter. And I was just focused on, laser focused on Discord because I was making, believe me, in the last 20 minutes, 
I probably made eight changes to forms. Like eight people were like, okay, take me up 200, take me up 500, take me up a thousand. And, and at three 32 on Twitter. And I saw it, I saw it like 10 minutes later. Like I didn't even see it when we were in the mix. Uh, Mark had come in and up to thousand and that thousand is the difference between, uh, you know, Lenny getting it and fingers getting it. Like, Shout out, Mark. Coming through. Nick of time. Came through. through. Uh, Yeah, consistently raised his his number throughout that last day. So it was really good. Um, And and so this is the thing. It was was a lot of fun. And this is where it's got to be blind because there's so much strategy to it. Okay? So I can't broadcast it real time so you guys can see. you, you You could just sit there and fuck with each other. And that's not a good thing, right? Uh, the the blind notion of it really does allow teams to compete against each other unknowingly. And, you know, when you see the numbers on Monday, you'll see there are some players where you're going to go, oh, my God, somebody came to play for season 10. I've heard. I've heard some stories already through the grapevine of some people that did some amazing things. Yeah. Let's just say that the lifestyle is alive and well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when you see these things, right – if, if, if they can only exist that way blind, if you were able to watch it though, oh my God, I was on Tuesday going, these numbers are rough. I don't know how this is going to go. Oh, what are we going to do if this is, if we're, if this, this is where we're trending. And I was like, okay, we're missing these guys. I expect them to have that much. I'm missing these. I'm like putting the puzzle pieces together and I'm still like, oh fuck, this is a shortfall. This is, Tuesday night was really shitty because I was like, we're not going to make it. This is, we're, we're going to, this, how do we do this? Wow. The nuclear winner did things that I didn't expect. Cause I, I told I built this whole thing. I built this, this particular drop, this particular timing, everything around the fact that we were going to be in this spot. We prepped since May for this. Right. And then Wednesday I started getting the DMS. Hey, Bump me up so much. Uh, threes, I need to make a change. Uh, nobody went down. Nobody said threes, I need to make a change. 500 less. Do you imagine? Um, <laughs> yeah, I imagine that a lot. Because I was sitting there going, are we not going to get to 100,000? Meanwhile, I can imagine people going, hey, take take 1,000 off. <laughs> trickles back. <laughs> so... Um, but to watch it in real time on Wednesday was fucking amazing. It was so much fun. And if you got to watch like the like a ticker on the uh, updating scoreboard would have been fucking awesome. Like, but I think that would be cool. If we didn't have it broken down by team, but we could see the total number racking up, I think that'd be cool to watch. Yeah, to a degree. But then also, even there, you do have people who are like, oh, there's too many. There's too many. Yeah, we heard that. We heard that back in Marlena's. Oh, I'm not even. I'm not even getting those. There's an open too many. These edition sizes are getting out of hand. Same person was buying two or three at five tes a piece because they needed them, or didn't have any and bought it at twelve this week. Got no quads. Imagine getting no quads. <laughs> Build one for less than ten tes. Sell them for over a hundred. I'm 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 actually more concerned about the people that sold them for over a hundred. Bum, bum, bum. Just saying, it's kind of an important part of the project. 
I love that. I love that side. I love quads. Um, I was saying to, to, I think it was some of the monsters. I was like, do you guys ever just go look at the quads? Go look at them. They're like really stunning laid out and like going through them, looking at them almost like a, a collection, different rarities and stuff. But it's, it, you know, I don't know. You would think the FX hash guys would eat the shit out of those fucking quads. It's it's got me thinking about You're what the end cool. goal of these painting inserts will be. Um, well, the end goal is is uh, joy and and friendship uh, and uh, financial stability. I meant from the art perspective, but okay. oh, oh, right, sorry, sorry. Um, so, yeah, insert week was crazy, but. Um, it isn't all that we did this week. No, no. You announced uh, you're going to do a final mint on the end contract. Yeah. At some point, there will be a last one. We don't know when it'll be or what it's going to be, but. Right. It, it, theoretically, if I get hit by a fucking meteorite today, there is a last mint on that contract. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but no, I. Uh, it's, it's going to be. I think a very important piece. We, it, we have to pay our respects to what that hand contract allowed me to do. Okay, there's some elements of it that in its simplicity uh, very much play into what's possible here. Okay? And that is uh, the reflection of Reduction of addition, addition size, even though, look, the, the back end of this is it doesn't, if it's not poof, disappears, goes away. It's still being sent to a burn wallet. That's not a wallet, a nil wallet that nobody can get into. They're, they're trapped Superman style floating around uh, the universe, right? But they can't come back in. Um, but a lot of the contracts and a lot of the, 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 interactions don't reflect that i don't think you i don't i don't think that it is it plays for you guys as much to not see the reduction in addition size to, to tell somebody you know I, I i collect the the u uh, uh collection by andres racinger and rack yeah right and those things were were put up one of the reasons I find them very appealing uh, is that they're actually very scarce. And they allowed me to get into to racing gear at a very, very cheap price against some of his other stuff. Plus, it's his first narrative work. Okay. And so they show addition of 100. I, the pen is the, the rarest. Okay. They show an addition of 100. They dropped like a couple days after the pack drop, I believe like pack and Stephen Balte and, and fuck render and all that happened like around, around the same time. And there was this drop and they, they didn't do well and they didn't get offers and they were, they were ranked auctions and that only got 17 qualifying bits. Okay. It still shows us an addition of a hundred, but 83 of them are sitting in the nifty burn wallet. It's terrible. I, I understand that pain. Like I have an Exulo piece there's only three of them that actually got purchased, but it shows an addition of 15. 
and it's yeah. not. Yeah. Um, and and that's you know that that hurts because you've got to you got to like you shouldn't have to explain yourself. You shouldn't have to say no. Really, there were only three purchased. Okay. It's it's better to, to have that sort of face value to really show it, and so that along with of course the the ease of the uh, you know gas even on Tez is it costs uh, the amount of information that you're spending or sending rather uh, across the the chain right so the breadth of your contract the complication in your contract okay adds on the price that it costs to move it around. And, and so the simplicity of the, the original uh, hand contract, um, it, it gave birth to, to, to threesomes, right? It allowed this to, to happen and allowed it to play out. And so it's very important and I'm very appreciative of it. And it's why I've, it's why I wouldn't go to the object one as well as to have my feelings on object. But, but I didn't want to deviate from it until I had my own. And we were supposed to have our own this spring, right? Season nine was supposed to be on my contract. We had talked about that. And things went haywire. Okay. It's hard to get people to trust around here. And um, and so it's taken us this this long to to now have it. Okay. And granted, it's not that it takes nine months to build a smart contract, but it takes nine months to to get somebody that you can trust, honestly. And we have you have to understand, um, because of the innovation that I'm putting out in my mechanics and my drop mechanics and things like that and things that I need to run by people, you know, as far as future utilities, right. I have to be able to have these, these conversations in the future um, that I need to trust those people implicitly. I can't, I can't risk, you know, it's one thing when people want to copy what I've done fine all day long, enjoy yourselves. By all means, it's flattering, okay? But I can't let you get there before I do um, when it wasn't your idea, right? So so in that regard, uh, it's taken us a little while, but, in, you know, this the black and whites are going to be on that new contract. And that means I don't need to use the hen contract anymore. So I'd like to commemorate it with one of our commemorative tokens, uh, and I believe it's going to really do justice to the to the project, to 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 the everything we've done. And I think it's a nice way to sum it up and and um, just you know pay respects to that contract that, that got us here. Yeah, so, shout out the award card for coders, Raphael Lima. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, which, you know, funny enough, was the first one of my pieces ever exhibited at a gallery, you know, that wasn't, you know, where I was like put into a show or whatever, right? It, it matters. That matters. It matters that was done that way. And that and the DP, of course, DP01 goes to the big one, right? Um, so I think this, this piece matters. And I'm making it difficult to get. Yeah, I think the rules are you have... You can get up to two, but there's two different ways to get it, and you can only use one of each of the ways once. So you can burn a 200 commemorative mint, which commemorated the 200th mint on the hen contract, or the commemorative swipe, which means that you held a 
uh, a grotto swipe the entire time from the drop until a year later, I think. Uh-huh. And you can burn one of each of those to get two editions of the the final mint. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yet. And I, I granted the team that had the highest per capita uh, insurer buy, I granted them the free mint. So there will be seven going to the elephant mint. Yeah, we uh, that's confirmed. They definitely yeah. beat out per capita. They nailed it. Um, and so, so those seven, and then we're going to see what we got. So we'll have a form and you'll, you guys will decide the addition size. And then, um, I believe I'm going to make a small number available, uh, via an, another, another form, another, another way. Okay. Ooh. In other words, this way, no one can say that they didn't have a chance at getting it. Right? What a nice guy. You know, you're airdropping them to the Raphael Lima holders. Stop begging. No, it's it's a small number, okay? Um, but yeah, there, there'll be there'll be something there. So, uh, you know, I think I just think it's it's nice to look back. I do I do like to take into account everything that we've done. Every once in a while, it's it's really it's important to remember why and how we got here. Because you know, we're this this changes things now, you know. Minton on on my own uh, contract here exclusively, exclusively, right? Ethan and and Tess. Uh, I I guess I get, I take that back because I do the the counterparty, okay. But they don't they don't have smart contracts on on uh, on Bitcoin, so um, so that's just a that's the, that's the only option you have over there. We'll figure out. By the way, we that in the wallet connect. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, don't don't you worry. Don't you worry. Everybody's gonna be taken care of. With the new ones, you were talking about um, how important it is to know like what's been burned away. I wonder if in the description of the cards on the new contract, you can have like the original mint, like how many editions originally were minted, and then you can always look at like what's actually available now. That's actually it's impossible to do. Oh, really? <laughs> no, oh, it's like you can just type that in the description. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's actually that's actually a, a, a pretty decent um, suggestion. Except that um, it's on the blockchain. I mean, you can go and see how many were minted. I mean, that's, that's true. Not it's not hidden. I mean, you can take a look. Um, I could I could include something that says something along the lines of you know, originally an edition of 33 or whatever. Yeah. Just so you know, how many, like some of the base cards are a little confusing after, you know, a couple of seasons and you're like, how many do, like Dell answers do we start with? You know, it's 86, right? And it, um, oh, it's easy. Just memorize it all. Duh. <laughs> just be here. <laughs> um, but you can just scroll down. Like it's, it's there. You have to count. No, you don't. It says mint 82, 86, 42, 33. Oh, okay. The very first entry on the blockchain is mint 47. I don't think I've ever scrolled that far back. Some of them, like High-Waisted Brothers, you don't have to scroll that far back. You know? Um, but I, I like to do it. 
you 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 need to do that more often. It's fucking so fun. It's so fun to go look and go, that son of a bitch had one of these. You know? Like I mean, it's, it's hard to do on like a Marlena. Yeah, a little bit, but you can you can do it. Even trash cans, like I don't know if Object was having a conniption fit the other day, but it only was showing like the last 20 transactions or something. They they were hiccupy. They they're supposedly got a an upgrade on deployment coming out or something. Ah, gotcha. But um but no, I mean I, I like that. I like going and and I do it more than than you guys do probably. I go and I look at things. I I, I look at the progression. I, I see things together. Um and I get a feel for I'm always thinking about what the the temperature of the grotto is and how that changes and why people come and why people go for the most part, other than the occasional clash of personality, which has happened on a couple of occasions. As, as I need beer said, I can be a bit of a hothead. Um, but other than, than those anomalies, most people leave because they sell themselves out and can't get back in. It, it truly is. If you go and look at early buyers who then couldn't come, they were either using, you know, uh, mannerisms that were not becoming of a grotto member to get their pieces. Okay. So we're talking series two and series threes. Okay. Uh, and then we're not willing to put a little effort in, put a form in. They're like, if I can't cheap, I don't cheat. I don't want to be here. So that's your first wave. They came, they were in, they're in on like every card up till Ron Klein. And then they're gone. They don't buy any X's. They don't buy any subs. They're gone. Um, then you have people who did it, got them, got a little bit. They were easy to get, right? We uh, was talking to somebody about this the other day. He was like, it was pretty easy to get this stuff. And now it is not, right? And so as it became more complicated, if you kept selling the pieces you were getting with this idea, well, I'll just get more, you don't get them. And Wait when that two happens, months and be priced out. And so what happens on some of those, especially when you look at um, times that we've reshuffled and said, okay, who's here and who's, who's engaged and who's playing? All right, condense, reset, close the doors, get our affairs in order. You think that'll happen again? I would be shocked if it did. Um, because Look, it kind of seems like a nice thing where it's like condense, close the doors, let everybody solidify, and then let people back in. I don't know. I kind of like it. Let me, tell you, let me tell you this. There were about 12 people who filled in their forms, came into the grotto, signed themselves up, came in, put their Tez wallet in the verify. Some of them, not all of them even bothered to do that. And did their forms and then didn't pay. Okay. So now you're on, now I got to go take a look. Who is this knucklehead? Right. Oh, okay. Look, let's, let's, first of all, first thing I do is I run those numbers against the band wallets from trash cans. Two of them came up. That's easy. Okay. The others, 
I just got to go. All you guys, it takes me two minutes to see what the ties are there. Oh, okay. They all came from the same little group. All those people came in, okay? And these are people who are in the grotto. They come in and they go, hi, yes, good, thank you, fantastic. And then they try to get the stuff. And then they take money from the grotto <laughs> by selling it to the guys who want it. And then they leave. And, and so we have examples of people who have come in through the bleachers unexpectedly that we don't know who become part of the community. We do. Um, but we, we have far more examples of people who come in through the bleachers trying to pull a fast one. Okay. Now, look, what we've done is we've really made it where most of the, the releases, most of the drops, most of the activity is run through the grotto. You've got to be inside on a team holding a swipe. Okay. Committed, uh, engaged, paying attention, right? All of those things. And so in a way that's sort of already walling it off. So we can let the, we can let it be chaos and anarchy out in the bleachers and hope that whatever sweet beings have come in and found themselves there are not devoured by the, the creatures, right? And, and can build up whatever means they need to get into the grotto, right? Um, but I do feel like the grotto could be condensed a little bit. I think the grotto is a little uh, kind of ready for a shakeup. What do you think? Do you think the grotto is ready for a shakeup? Do you like the, the, where it stands? Do I you think we're vibing in there, but you know. Oh, you never know. Oh, oh, I'm not talking about running anybody. I'm not talking about like, I don't like the cut of your jib, mister. No, no, no I'm saying. People who aren't there, who aren't active. And, yeah. Yeah. And there are people who simply come trying to get a free thing. Oh, is there a free thing today? Where's the form? Oh, you have to pay for it? I'll see myself out. And then on the other side of that coin, you have people who are all in on the girlfriend side that all we do is pay stuff for the girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll right. gladly do it for the promise right. of something down the road, you know? And you get, my favorite is when guys go, we haven't had a date in a while. <laughs> I shut that down. I was like, let's stop that talk right now. <laughs> um, I, I, I hope everybody's enjoying the fact that I announced yesterday that this would be a, a girlfriend-free weekend. On your stag parties. Um, it's a bros before hoes weekend. Not to mention the other special event that's going on right now, which is uh, the monster movie every day. There's a monster movie every day. Um, and I, sometimes he's streaming. Sometimes he's just making suggestions, I think. Uh, yeah, but you're I'm also, really... you're in the mood. Well, and so to sell, I just like it. I love it when when franchises sort of just say, you know, we want to do this thing. Good. That's the whole point. That's why you guys bought these teams. Do things, right? Um, but... I, I, I threw together the, the October celebration, right? And so every three days we, we uh, spin some wheels and, 
it's for monster holders, but there's a chance for those who did their forms. Okay. Again, if I give you 48 hours for a form, nobody should miss it. I mean, quite simply. 48 hours where you're not checking the ground to see if there was an add everyone mention. <laughs> I'm in there way more often than I should be. You know what? I've because we're doing things this week. Grotto is fucking hopping. It really is. I don't know if everybody knows this, but my work computer is like right here, and then this is the Discord computer, basically. I know, I know. We we know that. Everybody knows that. Good. We were talking about Good. it the other day. I'm I'm on there all the time. <laughs> you're you're on the Grotto computer all the time. I'm lurking. I'm watching everything. Is that the same computer you go and look at like object and yeah and everything yeah and w yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was not alluding to that but <laughs> i got just one letter can evoke so much emotion now <laughs> r.i.p miss yeah um speaking of free agency Yes, we have uh, we've had some some changes in in rosters. Um, we've had some people come in to the grotto. By the way, I guess I guess we could, we should do a first ever uh, podcast shout out to Bay Neko. One hundred percent. Welcome to the NFTs. Glad to have you. Uh, welcome to the grotto, first and foremost. Uh, and yes, welcome to your new team. Um, talk about making a splash. Talk about a, a fucking superstar in the making. I mean, and and I think I think it's good for you, Baynecko, to be on this team. I think uh, Crouton and Kitch and 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 Jolby are gonna give you some some good structure to to make the most out of your experience with the Grotto. Mostly Crouton. I was being nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's uh, he's a wizard. I don't like to, to toss such things out there, okay? But I will say he's one of the best players in the game. He's one he's, of the best GMs in the game. He's got the mind. He's, he's one of the, the seven best GMs, and if we include interim GMs, he's one of the eight best. Let me uh, also make that official. I haven't done, I'm doing this on Monday, but I'll, I'm happy. happy. little alpha for you. Jason is the interim GM of the coders we we wish him all the best in that rebuild uh he's taking on a gargantuan uh, task there to to bring a once storied franchise uh back to prominence wish you good good luck jason (laughs) rough rough in some of those waters hey look um in american baseball you only have one team win and there's there's 29 losers. Um, someday we'll get up to 29 losers, but <laughs> one, right now we've got seven losers. So, um, but the free agency is what it's doing is this is the first time now. You got to understand. For those of you who are hanging out new for the first time, last season we had to build an entire league. Nobody was on a team. It was full draft. It was it, it, it was madness. There was protecting a few players. Everybody's available. Draft. 
free agency, on and on. That'll never happen again. As new franchises come in, it'll be a very small slice of that. And so right now, there are all these, after playing a year, there are players where you're like, okay, we probably might want to go look for other employment. Or, oh, you're free? You're not, they didn't re-sign you? I'll, I'll make a man out of you. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll show you the, the ways of the world. Okay? Um, and then, of course, new people coming in. And so all of this is, is just constant. And we're figuring it out. And, and um, you know, I said it this week. I was like, I kind of wanted you guys to, to come up with something that worked. And, and I, that didn't really happen. So stepped in and put a little structure to it and taking some suggestions. And Lucha has been very uh, helpful in, in putting some stuff out there. You've been very helpful, Kitch. Um, and so, you know. Transparency is the name of the game here. Yeah. That and a lot of the things that we introduced at the beginning of season nine were because we've got a lot of players that have zero concept of American baseball front office situations, uh, league structures, just it's just concepts that play out in professional sports that these got a lot of people there's, I don't know anything about this, right? And so I had to teach them in very rudimentary fashion, okay? These people are drafted. These people are free agents. These people, you know, play for teams. These people don't play for teams, whatever. It's going to take us a couple seasons to really become comfortable with it, but it's going to be light years between season nine and season 10 um, because we had one season to sort of learn, okay, that's what that means. But what it, what it, what it means in the, in the immediate future is we don't do these auctions. It, just, it, it had to be initially because we were going through 170 players or whatever that weren't owners, right? To get through that many players, we couldn't have – personal direct negotiations between eight teams and 170 players and have any sort of continuity or flow to, to that process. It would have been madness. So I set it up where it was strictly auction format, highest bid, best offer, you go play there. That's not always the best. It certainly is not the best. Um, and so that wasn't gonna continue and we needed to get to this point but it's got to be something that we can all see. And, and, and so the transparency of the offer system, I, I think works very well. And this and works like you basically behind closed doors, you can go and talk to any free agent, come up with an offer that they accept. And then you have to post that for all the GMs to see. And you have a 24 hour clock, you know, the clock resets every time someone makes a new offer, but you can only reoffer them twice. Right. Uh, the clock doesn't reset every time somebody makes that new offer. There's 24 hours to make new offers. But the offers, just so we're clear for anybody listening that, that, that's sort of wondering about this on the front office side, um, it's not you just, oh, I'll make a better offer. No, you've got to go talk and negotiate with that player and see if they want to take something else. They have to also accept the new offer. Yeah. Right. New team. Right. Okay. Um, at which point, you know, the, the the original team gets a chance to to come in and, and counter that, and you can go back and forth a couple times. Um, we've yet to have any of those counters publicly because 
you agree to something and then it should be, you know, we, we've had issues in the past with people agreeing to many offers, which is right. Funny to me. <laughs> so in addition to this process, at some point we're going to do an expansion draft for the new team. Right. And I guess uh-huh. they'll be working with the full pool of free agents, right? All the, all the free agents. Okay. Are free agents. You guys haven't signed them. Okay. And they'll be working not just from the free agents, but you'll have to protect. Okay at rounds right and they'll and and as you protect they can pick make one pick okay and then everybody protects again and they can make one pick and everybody protects again but when you've got it spread out over eight other teams okay you've got a really good chance of protecting everybody as you go through right it's the way this is exactly how expansion drafts work and so when you say protect someone are you talking about protecting people you already have a contract with for a certain amount yeah. of time yeah Everybody, so when you have an expansion draft, right, you're given a certain number of protected slots to begin with, okay? But everybody else is not protected. doesn't matter what their, their contract status is or what anything, what anything is, right? And then anybody not protected before the first round, okay, is fair game to be taken by the new franchise, okay? And they take them and they take them with their existing contract, and, and with everything that goes with them. When they make that first pick, then every team protects another player. So only one player was taken from one of the eight teams. Everybody protects. Then one more player is taken. Everybody protects. The way it shakes out is maybe the first one or two are decent. That's why most expansion teams, it takes them many seasons to even, you know, to stop being the worst team in the league, right? Because they've got to build slowly to it and, and get to that. So here, yeah, the, you know, I, I love, I love hearing Cardinale for life. That will absolutely not be the case for many of you. <laughs> it's because of the nature of things. Over season after season after season after season of expansion, okay, people will be being moved away, and so, uh, you know. Things and they'll have to pick people based on also what kind of contract they're holding, right? Because they have to take that contract. They got to take the contract. Exactly. Okay. They've got to take that contract. They're, you know, they're going to be looking at what the wallets are. They're going to be, you know, um, it, the whole thing. And and so it's in this regard, it, it doesn't completely handicap. You know, if you look at it, there's a reason that there's like 40 free agents. Nobody wants those guys to play for them. Yeah, or we just got the, yeah. the list and now we know who they are. <laughs> right. Well, you, I mean, those were all people who were free agents last time and didn't get offers. These are, you know, we, everybody that's come in new for season uh, 10, okay, has been signed already. Like there's, there's nobody on the free agent list who wasn't a free agent last year and wasn't, you know, nobody wanted them then either. So, what is the difference between a restricted and an unrestricted free agent in this scenario? A restricted free agent is somebody who was under a contract and signed to a contract, okay? And their team decided that they didn't want them to play for them anymore. Or they approached their team and said, I don't want to play for you anymore, okay? At which point they're waived, okay? And they've got to decide, okay? They, they, they're sent to free agency. They're playing as free agents, okay? 
but they cannot be signed by another team. They have a contract that's sort of floating out there in the ether. They signed for a certain amount, okay? Any team that were to take them has to take them at that amount, okay? In order for them to become unrestricted, okay, they've got to waive all of that contract that's coming up, okay? And they have to then pay to declare themselves free agents. Start right. fresh. Yeah. Start fresh. Then you could sign for 103 pennies. You could do whatever. Okay. Um, you can play as a restricted free agent, but you have whatever your former agreement was sort of hanging over you. Okay. And it's up to a team whether they're going to take that on. And that's until it expires, right? Until it expires. Exactly. Okay. Um, but all of that said, um, it would be, you know, it would be crippling to a to a new franchise right to start out and basically have be only allowed to have players play for them with teams with, from the group of, of players that teams didn't want to play for them which is why they're sitting there or that had said i don't want to play for anybody we do have some really high power free agents a couple of them right who simply are not playing for a team would not accept an offer yeah right we're, we're, we're selected and then have said, no, we're not going to do this, right? Um, Want to play as, a, as my own man. Want to do my own thing. Uh, and so, you know, it's just w when you do these expansions, when you when you do that, you've got to, for the sense of, of uh, competitive balance and stuff, there have to be players uh, available that, that give them some sort of chance. And if no one, um, you know, God forbid, comes up with the 55 grand to buy this new team, you are the GM? Yeah, I, I would I would take care of the and, and when the next franchise comes, it's going to be uh, if there's no ownership group there and I haven't put one together, then the league owns it. I would run it. I mean, I, I could hire GMs. I mean, yeah, it would be league owned. It would be a league owned team, right, in its entirety. But front office would be put together and and it could be done. You know, uh, whatever needs to be done. And but, they would uh, run the expansion draft, yeah, and pick who they want from the other teams and stuff. Right. Um, Got a little. I was trying to decide if I wanted to drop a little alpha. I'm going to wait on it. Ooh, got um, close. I got close around, to something. Around, guys. around all of this, right? Around everything we just talked about, there is there is some some alpha there. As you think about, um, you know, if you're playing for a team, you've got a contract, and you and you want to play for that team, but you need to be protected, or you could be taken in an expansion draft, right? Or you could be traded. We don't see trades. We've, we've really only had uh, a couple trades early on in the reshuffling out coming out of, of the original draft and, and, and uh, free agency, right? Yeah. I'm really shocked. I don't know why we don't have more trades. Uh, when, you have, when you've got a falling out, when you've got a player that you're like, ah, you know, it's not jiving. This isn't working. We're not getting what we want out of you. I'm always surprised that you guys don't say, hey, other franchises. Would anybody else have liked to take a shot at this person? Yeah, now, that if, crossed my mind. Um, and that's, but that should be a major part of it, right? That's the. Sometimes it's just not a good fit, right? Um, I don't believe that it should just automatically be you're fired. Okay, um, it might be a better fit somewhere else, and you know, it, it in. In professional sports, very often when you have something like that and you've got a guy, let's say you've got a guy signed and and 
get signed to a pretty hefty deal. You know, if you waive him, you're going to be on the hook for some of that, right? You could trade him, okay, and say, and I'll pick up a smaller amount of that hook, right? You can say, I'll trade him and I'll give you 10% of his salary, right, to cover that. Yeah. Um, you know, you could pay him that way. And and so um, there are negotiations there, and I we don't see them. We had a full season without that happening, except the very beginning to, you know, we, we, there were some strangeness in the draft and stuff like that. And people said, okay, you can do this, we'll do this. And, and the, the, you know, the Cardinale sold Tater to the Elephant Men, which was totally fine because he's a minor. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, that's one thing to think about here. Especially, you know, there's there've been some headbutting. There've been some times where, where a GM or a, or an ownership group don't see eye to eye with one of their players. Maybe that player is a better fit for another team. Yeah. So, um, but you know, we don't have an announcement time on season ten. It's not imminent. It's not happening next week. Yes, there's been a lot of a flurry of activity. Um, and which was really kind of tied around the idea of, hey, you've got this opportunity to buy some inserts. You might need some guidance. You might you might need uh, a team to say, we're in on you so that you can make that sort of a commitment and understand what we got going on. That's that's what happened here, right? As well as some, some shuffling, just saying, okay, these guys don't play for us anymore. We're not renewing these contracts. And again, an unrestricted free agent is somebody who either has never signed a deal or somebody who completed their deal. Or somebody who was waived and completed the things that we just talked about necessary to make themselves unrestricted. Right. Okay. So, um, but yeah, there's a healthy little pool out there. I mean, we are going to, uh, in, in season 10, we are, you know, we, I said, free agents will play sort of bound together as a, as a quote unquote team. Right. Yeah. Um, boy, the thing that I'm putting together, man, it's so <laughs> exciting for season 10. Oh, my God. The, the competitive structure is going to be extremely different. Has to be. Okay. Again, we needed to introduce just the basic concept of you guys are imaginary baseball players on an imaginary baseball team with an imaginary front office being paid imaginary money. Okay. Uh, all the products of a very real benevolent God, right? So we had to get through that and understand that. And we got there. But to do that, you know, some of the competition and some of the, the structure to it, okay, some of it just favored who's got the most players. If you got the least players, you can never win, right? Some of the aspects were there. But we had to get through it. We had to, we had to learn some of the basic tenets of this. I think season 10 now, we're going to see, okay, this is what equanimity looks like, team versus team. This is how this plays, head to head. This is not a winner take all every day. It's, okay, there's a schedule here. You know who you're, you can strategize against this. You can do that, right? Um, and so, honestly, teams should play versus their competition. Or they can just play for all the glory, you know. It changes everything. Do you do you as a team decide to go light on your burns for that day, 
if you're up a, a, against a less formidable opponent. So you save some of that firepower because you'll take the win, but at what cost? Right. You're really gambling there because at the end of the day, if you don't hit all the cards you need to make a certain number of chases, you know, playoffs might not fare too well for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I like I like a lot of that change and it will be beyond exciting to play out. It's the, the competition is going to feel very, very different. I think I think everybody will not feel like it's them versus the Cardinale. Yeah. It still can be, though. If everybody wants to just gang up on them, I'm all for it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny to me that um, of the, the powerhouse teams, the monsters, who should be the scariest and meanest and most unapproachable, are the only team that are not widely hated. It's because Luch is so huggable. You just want to just <laughs> hug the guy. <laughs> I think about him every time I sit in my big man chair that he convinced me to buy. <laughs> I didn't know this. I, I we did it in Miami. We started talking about, you know, how many camping chairs we had broken in our lives. And he gave me a link and I bought it. And I'm going to be bringing it to the tailgate on Sunday at the Patriots game. I can't fucking wait. I will, I will tell you that um, for those who don't know uh, Kitsch and Luch personally, they've yet to, to meet at a IRL Grotto. Um, would be one of the most formidable tag team uh, of all time. Of all time. I mean, classic. Who were trained, trained in the way of American football would be great O-linemen. That, uh, that makes sense to me, too. I think, I think that that's, that's – I'm, I'm totally on board with all the O-linemen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just think that I uh, – there's been some some hints that we're going to get a, a, a steel cage uh, to settle some issues in Miami, and uh, which J Train said, "Well, we're probably going to need two then, because I already had one order for something else." <laughs> um, but just I imagine naked with like one of those raccoon tails coming out of his asshole. <laughs> We've been there. We've That's J Train. Luch and Kitch. Okay. Would make the classic '80s uh, tag team. I really believe so. Okay, two mountain of men. Uh, but I think that Ron O'Mac and J Train are more the early 2000s, like full-blown steroids uh, specimen tag team, where it's like two rippling masses of flesh uh, and and rageful. Uh, and out of control. And I would love to see them going up against the two uh, monoliths standing. <laughs> I don't think I could beat just one of Ron Mac's thighs in a fight. <laughs> he could beat me with one thigh. <laughs> I, I think um, we're, we're moving towards this. Uh, we have many reasons to, but of course, those who don't know Luch, you know, Luch comes from wrestling. He's got a wrestling background. He's part of a long lineage of Oklahoma uh, wrestling families that go back to before the pioneers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
but but it's just it's natural that the grotto is going to to move into um, backyard wrestling for our for our entertainment during grottos. We God, can only, I can't we, wait! I cannot wait. Retro can only uh, lead us into retro activities for so long. At some point, uh, we'll have to fall back on just tests of strength. Can't do both. If I hang out with Ratro and then Lucha, my heart might explode. <laughs> we, we don't want that. We do not want that. Although we got to alternate days or something. Yeah, no, we we are we are making arrangements um, for our first uh, IRL Grotto death. <laughs> and now that we, we have we have a, we're we getting a cleaner for Miami. We did a we did a Grotto wedding and we'll do a Grotto funeral. It's all gonna happen. <laughs> We've done a grotto wedding. We've done a grotto divorce. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and we will do a grotto funeral. There's no doubt. And it'll be oh my god, that's so sad. I just realized that would be the saddest day. It's just um, six GMs holding being pallbearers. Yeah, yeah. Six GMs dresses cardinale. Yeah. That'd be the most dresses fun stuff. funeral though. Oh, I mean, we we'll do everything well. But what the fun in funeral. Well, <laughs> F-U-N 3-R-A-L <laughs> Well I'll put it So my birthday is tomorrow um, Hey Kitch Happy birthday Thank you I wasn't fishing for that But I was getting to this point One year from tomorrow Is my 33rd birthday And we have to do something big We've got to do something big For Kitch's 33rd birthday All right. Put it on the books so- We've got a year to figure that out we got to get uh, uh, Lindsay uh, in on this so she doesn't arrange something. No, no, you have to because otherwise she's going to arrange something else for you. Oh, true. I'll let her know that don't make any plans. I've already got this booked up. Yes. And you're you. not invited. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she didn't have a swipe. Yeah. Well, I'm at 33, but I, I'll use my plus one on someone else. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had it come up this week and Ratro made a, an executive decision. Um, for Miami, okay. We approached by a swipe holder and said, "Hey, uh, my my wife would like to come. Uh, you know, can I bring my wife to the grotto?" And Ratro answered, uh, "Does she have a swipe?" Okay, and no. Well, then the answer is no. As a swipe holder, a grotto edition swipe holder, you um, you do not have uh, a plus one access. Okay, and so. Uh, one Will Willie went out and bought a swipe for uh, Mrs. One Will Willie. Love it. Which is fine. That's the way that that works. That's how that works. Um, Speaking of 33s, uh, wallet watchers know this, but uh, we're saying goodbye to to a 33 um, and uh, a level 2 33. Kaplui uh, is, is, is going to take some time away. He's uh, touching grass and putting sand between his toes and such things and taking leave of absence from the NFT world. Um, he's going to try to fill in some forms, but he's not able to perform at 33 level uh, expectations. And so uh, last night he sent back his 33 and his level 233. I burned the level 233. Okay, so it has been reduced. There are only 18 of you now instead of 19. 
and uh, I now have four of the 33s, which can be awarded between now and, and June. So um, it's, uh, he's great. This is not completely being asked to leave the grotto. This is not anything like this. Uh, it's simply somebody who's recognizing a 33 comes with some pretty lofty expectations. Right. And speaking of Ratro, if you're listening, I owe you at least a hundred bucks for the lifestyle fund. The USDC's throwing me off. Might just slip you a cold Benjamin when I see you next time. No, the blockchain is for the blockchain. But yeah, I, I'll figure it out. If, I'll get it going. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. If need be, I can I can throw you some USDC. No. Best believe I pay before I show up to any IRL at this point. Yeah, appreciate it. But but yeah, so so just so we know, like the 33s. Um, truly are fluid in the sense that, you know, if somebody if somebody realizes that they can't be doing this, right? Um, so so it's important. To, what a nice really, guy to send it back. It very nice, right? Very nice. And and for, for full transparency, so he burned an OG 33. To get the to level claim, two. To claim level two. And so because now he's he's sort of undone that, what I've decided is the next time that a, an OG 33 is burned, May never happen, but it but should it happen, okay, um, that that one will go to you know my burn wallet, but then we'll move it uh, over to Kaplui and and pay him back for his. So he has the memento, the souvenir of being one of the first thirty three. That's very nice. Yeah. So, but yeah, thank you, Kaplui. That was a really nice. It was a nice gesture. It really, that's the sort of thing that does carry weight here. Is is understanding sometimes the project isn't for you in this form, you know, he'll be back. I told him, he's like, he's like, I got two kids in kindergarten. I mean, we're doing this whole thing. I'm like, I get it. Guess what? Someday they're going to be in junior high until you go fuck yourself. And that's when the grotto is going to be here, open arms for you to come back. So yeah, no, it's great. It's really cool. And, and for you guys who are level, level two thirty-threes, congratulations. You just became that much more. Uh, cloud chasing, you're you know, cloudy, whatever. I don't know, whatever the word is, but you're cloudy. I mean, that's you're cloudy, sure. Um, cloud chasers are all the groupies that hang out at IRL grottoes going, Oh my god, it's level 233. There's only 18 of them. Oh my god, <laughs> you know, there's that one who's trying to sleep with all of them. Gotta collect them all. That person's uh, my plus one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Kitch. It was uh, a good one. Thank you, everybody, for a phenomenal week. I mean, we're certainly in the top tier. And uh, we know, we know that they were, um, you know, it's not like I sold uh, 175,000 editions at $4 million each. Yes, I know. They were a buck a piece. Okay. Um, but we know that we do more with our dollars than anybody does with their ETH. You know, just saying. So uh, we'll have the best time with it, and it means the world to to, to all of us that you guys uh, stepped up. And um, and I am I, I'm getting to you. I'm sending every one of you a little a little note, okay? Just a little something something, uh, uh, to, because it, I mean it. I, I really do mean it. That um, we we can't have any of this without you guys committing to it. So thank you. It means everything. <laughs>